0: Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear, hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And it is about mid April here on Radio Drama Revival. We are continuing. Our sort of uh, spring focus on new and original audio drama. It's been a lot of fun here. We had Leviathan Chronicles. Before that, we had Titanium Rain from the Audio Comics Company. This week, we have uh, something called The Hot House Bruiser. And this is just one of those shows that uh, you're just so excited to hear is out there. And that uh, something of this this caliber has been created um, and is available uh, just kind of typifies, um, you know, one of the most interesting uh, projects, quite like it. Uh, Hot House Bruiser tells the story of Jason Bruiser Bruiseman, a um, guy locked down in a place called The Quarantine, a part of um, Los Angeles that's been cordoned off because of this uh, virus or disease called the binary. Um, no one's quite sure if this is actually a real disease or not, all that anyone knows is, is that they are locked into this uh, dystopian part of Los Angeles, kind of like a, a Blade Runner-type place. Um, it's told in this uh, real uh, crime noir kind of feel, but with uh, this uh, tech-pulpy kind of feeling to it. Um, so you've got your hot dames and uh, tough characters and all that uh, good stuff and crime and punishment in the city. Uh, Hothouse Bruiser is just got all of it. The thing that you'll find right away is that it's uh, got sharp, cutting writing. It's by written by... Joel Metzger, who is a guy who's worked in television for the better part of two decades, uh, worked on Xena, Warrior Princess, I'm sure you've heard of that, uh, as well as uh, Stephen King's The Dead Zone, um, other shows, Sliders, that was a personal favorite of mine, Outer Limits TV series, um, has worked on all sorts of different projects in the writing role and, and contributing role, uh, production assistant, all that stuff. Um, and now he has taken on uh, producing his own audio drama. I would almost call it a podcast, but it's not a podcast. It's um, actually available as an app um, so if you go to Hothouse Bruiser on the Google Play Store or on uh, iTunes you can find it um, and you can listen to it within the own app uh, basically the model is that you'll hear uh, first four episodes for free and then when you get hooked um, you'll want to download the rest there are nine total uh, we're going to be featuring those same four free episodes here on Radio Drama Revival I believe it's the first time this has actually been available as a podcast um, and I hope that you will uh, yeah, just get hooked with this story tell your friends Uh, It is just really, really good stuff. Um, If you are into the noir genre, you don't hear much fresh, dark, um, cutting stories like Hothouse Bruiser nearly enough. Um, It's just... A lot of fun. It's also got um, cast members that you may have heard of. You've got Claudia Christian from Babylon 5. She's worked in other audio drama plays. Uh, Tracy Lorge, John Terry, others. Uh, Michael Welch. Uh, nice. You know, if, you, if you're if you into to geek sci-fi, you will know a lot of the voices that you'll hear here in Hot House Bruiser. Um, again, because uh, uh, Joel's got those uh, sort of TV connections. He's brought in a lot of really top-notch actors um, and uh, done a wonderful job with sound design um, and this uh, immersive story world um it does have um not overt sexual content but it's got um you know it's got blood and violence and um, swear words, and, and just, um, you know, it's, it's probably R-rated, though it's not really all that graphic, but it is it is what it is. It's, 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 it's gritty pulp goodness. So um, here we go. First two episodes of Hothouse Bruiser. Uh, we do uh, we did indeed actually speak with Joel himself. Um, that'll be coming up on a future episode. Uh, you'll be hearing that next week, but for today, enjoy the first two episodes of Hothouse Bruiser. If you want to hear more, check out hothousebruiser.com or download the app Hothouse Bruiser on Android or iTunes
1: all right you want to hear about the hot house this is chapter one hot house bruiser
2: if you're hearing my voice right now i'm already dead what year it is for you i don't know you uh You just happened to be the one, the unlucky one, who found a shoebox, shoved way in the back of a shithole basement. There was a little voice recorder and you decided to hit play. And now, you might be as dead as me.
3: Wake up, gorgeous. You're a tall drink of something, aren't you? I almost ran out of duct tape. Now come on, don't be mad. Give you a little lap dance. Now let's play a game. You tell me what you're doing in my warehouse, and if I like the answer, I won't perform any amateur lobotomies.
2: Everything I'm gonna tell you happened to me inside the hothouse. That's what they used to call the quarantine. Now, how I managed to get myself duct taped to a chair for a lap dance and a root canal. Let's just say I'm a snoop.
3: Now, did I frisk you thoroughly? Hello, soldier. What do you feed that thing?
2: Brunettes. In leather pants.
3: Tough guy. What were you doing in my warehouse? Speak clearly into the drill, please. What were you doing in my warehouse? Maybe
2: nothing. Maybe. Watching you load up a couple of crates of neural capacitors. Maybe stolen right out of beta from
3: SagerTech. You'll never know how far out of your depth you are. Let me show you my credentials.
2: So Miss Power Tools pulls out from her neckline a Sager Tech ID, which had a big number three on it, meaning she was level three, meaning this was supposed to make me soil myself or something. You're really a level three.
3: With all privileges therein. Right?
2: Company finds out you're stealing. Sager.
3: Sager? Sager, Lord and Master. Somebody needs to take him out. I'd do it myself, somebody paid me enough.
2: Why don't you look in my shirt pocket? That smirk on her face drops open like a mailbox. Cause I work for Sager Tech too. Only my ID has a big beautiful number four on it. I caught on to your skim a month ago, so I already know everything. I just wanted to see your face when I play all this back for Mr. Sager. I will
3: cut you in for ten percent. Half!
2: Just digging into China.
3: Don't you want to stick it to the company just once? They think they can do anything- They can. I don't see why we can't work this out. I'm on the clock. The work I put into this setup. I mean you play by the rules or you don't. Either way this time Yeah, it-
2: welcome to the hamster wheel. You gonna unwrap me before Christmas. So she dusts me off, I get my wallet back, and my gun
3: Wait, something's going down against mister Sager. Something called bad errand. Or or no. Operation. Oh, Bad the
2: turnips Errand. are really coming out of my
3: pockets. I'm here. telling you, somebody's got something uh, planned. As in what? I don't know. Operation Bad Errand. It's not a fruit basket, is Come it? Come on. What if they take out Sager? If he dies, the company dies, the whole city dies. Uh, Jesus, you are gonna kill me because I stole some lousy neural capacitors? I'm
2: gonna kill you because you're misfix it with the power tools.
3: Wait, wait, think about it, okay? You could shoot me. <laughs>
2: I wasn't going to kill her, I only shot a bangle out of her ear to see her do the four-minute mile in heels. I was too beat up to run after her, and where was she going to go anyway? The one thing you can't do in the hothouse is run. So this thing she said, Operation Bad Errand. Maybe there was something to it because my ulcer was talking. Of course I needed something like proof. So I headed over to Vera's bar to see if she heard anything about anything.
4: What's under your hat, bruiser?
2: Not much, Vera. Vera Grail was a heart attack. I don't think she owned a dress that had a back in it. And when she walked, she had a swing on her. I'm saying she swaggered and she slinked same time, if that's even possible. Anyway, she sold a lot of drinks.
4: (laughs) You look like shit.
2: Yeah, long meeting. Vera, what the fuck? A hundred bucks a shot? There, a hundred bucks a shot. You only charge me 20
4: You buy in bulk.
0: Lights.
2: One thing you don't know about on the outside, the lights go out a lot in the hothouse. Different grid from the rest of L.A. But a lot of people thought it was something more.
3: Jesus.
4: There you go. Every time someone mentions Sandman, you gotta roll your eyes. You think people just disappear for no reason every time the lights go out?
2: People disappear inside the quarantine all the time. And there's always a reason. It's not a monster under the bed. Sandman's real, pal. Are we kids or what? Vera, I'm gonna ask you. I heard something today. What do you got for something called a bad errand or Operation Bad
4: Errand? Bad errand. What is it?
2: Uh, I don't know. Chasing my tail, probably.
4: Did I mention you look like shit? Why don't you go upstairs and crash in my room? I'll come up there later and wake you up. Uh, (laughs) I better tap out. Yeah, I know. Mr. Integrity. Why don't you go home, see the wife and kid? Oh, that's right. They're outside the walls. Well, you can always kiss the telescreen.
2: the walls. The thing that makes the hothouse is the walls. Five stories of steel and glass. Wide as Wilshire. Boxing in all of downtown. L.A.Q. Los Angeles quarantine. Well, they called it a quarantine when they put up the walls. Said there was a disease. Only thing is, we never see anybody get sick. So... All we know is they're not letting anybody out. We're a city within a city. Hell of a town, actually. Boring it ain't. Worst places to live unless you got family on the outside. Which, guess what? Shit. Thank you. You need to wipe your screen. I look good. Hey there,
3: first string! Gotta go. Bobby's taking me to basketball.
2: Bye, Dad! Oh. Hey, kid, kitten! I... Jason, don't... Riley makes first string. Anybody gonna fill me in at some point? Open oh, next door Bobby. He's on speed dial.
1: Bobby
4: is just helping us. Jesus, Riley I know makes...
2: he likes playing daddy to my family. I'm gonna talk to him.
4: Jason, if you threaten him... I didn't
2: say threaten. I want to watch your choice of words.
4: Level four, they don't monitor Jeez. your calls.
2: They monitor everybody, everybody but level nine. So you can watch your choice of words. They got software.
4: Riley needs someone in her life. You're in there.
3: You can't. I love
2: my daughter. You can't
3: love someone you keep under your thumb. Red. End of call. Damn it. Do you suffer from separation anxiety?
2: Prodecimil from SagerTech can help. You. Next door, Bobby sticking his beak in. Wants my family. That was fixable with a phone call. So, Operation Bad Errand. Now, I had to follow Sager around, frisking everybody that walked up. I used to be a cop, so I had decent radar, but this was beyond needle in a haystack.
5: Thank you.
2: The only reason the whole quarantine wasn't living off government cheese was Mr. Sager ran his company. I mean, ran it toe-to-toe against the outside world. Employees had a better standard of living inside the quarantine than the rest of L.A. Just you couldn't go to the beach is all.
5: Thank you! We're opening here today, the South Central Gateway.
2: Sager was born for this kind of thing. The honest jaw, this wall of black hair. Then right on cue, these two cutesy kids came up to cut the big ribbon.
5: Those, those hugs, hugs have, have more value to, value to me, me now, now than anything. anything.
2: I watched when he hugged those kids. I could tell this wasn't for show. The guy just loved playing Robin Hood to the hothouse.
5: Equilibrium. Equilibrium. Equilibrium with the, with the world the outside, outside those walls is, is all that keeps the Los Angeles, Angeles quarantine from becoming facto federal prison. Back- and I will never... never Allow that...
2: When the dust settled, we had Sager with a clean hole through his shoulder. And some hapless fuck standing behind him got it square in the pump. One of Sager's genetic designers. Dead before his knees buckled. Sager was back at work the next day. No painkillers. He called me on the carpet.
5: Sit down, Bruiser. Where's the suit parade? Here's what we know about Operation Bad Aaron. A bullet that goes over a mile? That bullet went right through me and killed one of my best engineers. I want... That shooter. Better show it to the cops. Our company's too big for the cops now. Really? I can't have our security team sweeping the town. It looks bad. I need one guy. A street-level guy with good sources.
2: Search and destroy?
5: I don't do that. I'm just saying bring him Same result. You want a goon, hire a goon. I don't kill people. Jesus. With your balls, you should be a level nine. Yeah,
2: the SagerTag Holy Grail. I've never even seen a level nine ID.
5: They don't advertise. Uh, I
2: think it's some
5: fantasy carrot you dangle. Keeping your workers, climbing up that ladder. Level nine. Become level nine. You would have the access to checkpoints, back doors, all cameras, all the time. It's godlike bruiser. We can be prisoners or we can try and run the prison. That's our only choice in this city. (sighs) Bring in the shooter and it's all yours. Well, like you say. I'm a street-level guy. Otherwise, you're
2: fired. So this was it. I go from half a decent cop to part of Sager's Armani Gestapo. He could buzzword it all day. What he wanted was a hitman. So, say I do this thing great. They make me level 9. That kind of power I could escape. Leave the hothouse. See my daughter. Ah, then what? Career day. My daddy kills people for a living. Bad enough when I was about to do to next door Bobby. This video call is brought to you by SagerTech. Hi, bruiser. When Bobby picked up the video line, he had a couple of gorillas standing behind him. Their coveralls said professional carpet cleaners. See, every call in the hothouse is monitored. So, phone etiquette is everything. I'm not interrupting anything, Bobby. I see you have some gentlemen there ready to clean your carpet.
5: Yeah, uh, they explain their policy pretty thoroughly. Uh, They seem very professional.
2: I've heard good things. So, Bobby, I wanted to thank you for driving Riley to basketball every morning and for helping my wife out around the house. Your
0: family is not doing well with you gone. Riley... (sighs)
2: That Riley. She's about the only thing that keeps me from turning into a complete animal. Riley calls you the daddy
0: show. I'm sorry. She pretends you're a TV
5: show sometimes. She's twisting her hair again. It's starting to get thin in one spot. I think she
2: Just to stay on your side of the property line next door, Bobby. Okay.
0: Yeah, maybe not me, but they deserve to have.
2: Some... Just stay on your side.
1: You want us to clean his
2: cap? No, he got the message. End of call. Do the high traffic areas on your run. Who was I kidding? Sooner or later, Daddy was gonna get replaced by a warm body. SagerTech makes me a level nine, I could get out. But I had to find that sniper to get level nine. I needed intel. I went to see the Chlorine Buddha. He was the magic mirror to me. Knows all, sees all. Ex-surfer, old school. Ran a microbrew out of his garage, but that was just cover. He really traded in information. He did all his business sitting on his surfboard. The chlorine Buddha never touched land if he didn't have to. He was my best friend in the box.
6: You're also telling you something, bruiser. You gotta get out of that pool someday. (laughs) So what's the status, Gladys?
2: What's eating you? You ever feel like this city's all one long joke? Ask what you really came to ask.
6: You think binary disease is real? I saw the National Guard seal off Olympic. I saw some people run and get shot, but I never saw anybody get sick. Did you? No. Well, think for a minute. A binary disease. We're fine, they're fine, but if we touch somebody outside those walls, we're supposed to instantly hemorrhage and die. I mean, does that sound real? Why are we in this box? It's an ant farm. Some gargantuan eight-year-old watching the little ants through the glass walls. He sends in Sandman to turn out the lights. Sandman's
2: bullshit. He's just probably an extraction team. You know, four guys, night vision. I'm getting out, Bruiser. I haven't
6: seen the ocean in five years. Come on. For real. They've shot every single person who's tried. There's a big rain. Flash floods in the mountains already. Come on. They'll have to open the floodgates and the drainage system. All that water... Rushing through the channels? Yeah,
2: rushing over wrecked cars. Razor wire. You'll make it to the ocean. You'll just be fish food is all. Better than being under glass in here. If the company makes me level nine. And why would they make you a level nine? (sighs) Tell me who can smuggle firearms through the walls. My boss was shot from over a mile away. Who could sneak in a gun like that?
6: Uh, okay. They want you to find Sega's shooter. and doing so, you get the big bump. Is that what you're doing now? Killing people? The company doesn't like I make level nine. I'll have access to back doors, biometrics, everything. We won't get another rainfall like this in years. If I miss this window, are you ready to pay the piper? The piper being me? I get the shooter. I get level nine. I get us out. Added
2: bonus, my best friend doesn't drown, moron. I'm a
6: dot. Think
2: of anything, let me
6: know. Hey, Bruiser. A gun like that? Maybe somebody, not a hundred percent, but you know her. Vera Grail.
2: I figured instead of marching into Vera's penthouse and getting nowhere, I'd set up in the building across the street, see what I could see. There she was on her terrace, looking out over the walls. Table for two. Her dress was made of these little beads that I could see through even across the street. She was just... leaning on her railing with a glass of vino. Which she never drinks. Wanted to appear more elegant than a single malt, maybe. I don't know. That's when her glass exploded. But here's the thing. Vera Grail didn't flinch. She just held onto that railing and waited. Somewhere out there, the sniper was drawing a bead, and she didn't move. Her knuckles were white on that railing, but she didn't move. A strap on her dress blew apart, and the beads were popping like little pearls on her terrace. And still, she didn't move. That dress slid down her like a waterfall until there was nothing left on her body but a tiny necklace. Gold chain, thin as a hair on her throat. Still, she doesn't move. She just trembled. And I couldn't tell if it was fear or if she was loving it.
1: Now what you've been hearing is just the iTunes preview of Hot House Bruiser. You can hear the entire series commercial-free with the Hot House Bruiser app. Get it on iTunes or the Android platform.
2: I'd never seen a woman undressed by long-range gunfire, so it took me a second to absorb. There Vera was. Just heels and moonlight. I was trying to think of how I was ever gonna bring this up in polite conversation. What the fuck? I guess the sniper saw me watching. But I knew. He could reach out and touch me from a mile away. This was just a warning. I figured I'd call his bluff, so I stood up and waited. Your nickel. I hate to be a bother, but I'm waiting for my check to clear, and I'm gonna need you to back off. Tell me who writes your checks, and I'll see what I can do. <laughs> you know the range on this gun.
6: Whatever carrot they're dangling in front of you, it won't be worth what I can do to you.
2: An opera fan.
6: You don't want this to get personal.
2: I simply don't miss. You missed with Sager. Uh, you're nickel.
4: Your daughter needs a new basketball. A
2: new basketball. The old
4: one won't bounce.
2: Oh, and it's an emergency.
4: It won't bounce because there's a bullet in it.
2: Jason. wants to talk to
5: you. Take Riley and get out of town.
1: Jason? Out of town. Tell
2: me what's going hey,
5: on. Come on, bruiser.
1: 40 please
2: hold. 40 Plagueman was a piece of work. How this broad could fail upwards all the way to chief of police made you doubt the laws of nature. I used to be your top cop before I jumped ship to SagerTech.
7: This whole town, Bruiser, things are coming to a head. Duly elected versus SagerTech. You a cop or a suit? Hmm. Give you your own squad.
2: Under you. If it weren't for the walls, you'd still be a meter maid.
7: If it weren't for those beautiful walls, I'd still be with my husband. You better pick the right side. Bruiser, don't leave town!
2: <sighs> it gets fire every time. What did they want? Hothouse cops made less than peanuts, and I needed to send money home. Plagueman was right, though. It was going to come down to cops versus the company, and I better end up on the side still standing. I had to find that shooter before he really put my family in the crosshairs. Vera was my only lead, but I had to play it just right. I couldn't suddenly come on with a come on after five years of not taking the bait. No, I had to let her bust my chops like usual. See where it went. If it went upstairs, well.
4: What's under your hat, Bruiser?
2: Wondering when you sleep exactly.
4: Whenever you go into one of your war stories? I can usually catch 40 winks.
2: Well, I never showed you my scars.
4: Yeah. You talk the talk, but guess what's cheap? Why don't you do something to impress a girl?
2: Vera really had a sign in the window tonight, so I went in full bore. I flicked the cigarette out of her mouth and I kissed her like I meant it, which wasn't a stretch.
4: Well, I'm all aflutter.
2: When do I get a tour of this dive? She leads me up the stairs in that skirt and it was all I could do not to trip. Her penthouse was out of a magazine, of course. Two seconds through the door, Vera shoved me up against the wall and applied herself. Uh,
4: What's wrong?
2: Tell you in a second. What's this? The wine cellar? She had a whole room back there, full of contraband. Booze, cigars, tech. And guns.
4: You can't just twist my arm? You gotta make me a chump inviting you up here?
2: Mm. A little black book.
5: Pretty old school, Vera.
4: You know a computer in Hot House that isn't hacked?
2: I
5: need that shooter. I don't know his name.
4: Mm. It was Cash. Cash in a blind drop. The less I know about my customers, the better I like it. I can't believe I
3: kissed you!
5: I don't know any of these names. Bob McCullough, Clifton Campbell, Patrick Aaron.
3: Something called Bad Aaron.
2: This whole thing was laughing right in my face. Patrick Aaron. Pat Aaron. Miss Power Tools heard it wrong. I've been walking around with this guy's name the whole time. I mean, the hell have I been using for brains all my life? Who's Pat Aaron?
4: As not exactly. The hell I know. It's not like I take credit cards when I'm trafficking a sniper rifle.
5: What's this guy look like?
4: I've only seen him once, from a distance. And wouldn't matter if I did, he wears rubber fetish gear. I mean black rubber head to toe. So I couldn't give you any details except he's probably a pervert and fairly waterproof. If
2: you'd come to me about the gun, Vare, I could've helped you. But now I gotta rat you out.
4: No you won't. You got me in your pocket now. Right where you like people. See, the thing you won't admit to yourself is that you and I belong in this little Darwin box. People like us fit in here. We can't get out, but we can claw our way up. That's our only choice in here. Whenever you let go of whatever you've got on the outside... I let go of my
2: family. You can measure me for a padded room.
4: Sooner or later, you're going to see we're both on the same track. And we might as well team
2: up. Yeah, all right. I'm a dot.
4: Done with me now?
2: Vera, let me ask you. Straight up, no chaser. You think binary disease is real?
4: It's as real as the walls and the guards and the guns. And that's all the real it's got
2: Now I had a name. Kicked all the rocks over, but no Pat Aaron. The guy's a ghost. Plus, he had all the time in the world to line up his next shot. I was the one on the clock. My family couldn't stay out of town forever. I only had one play left. Give the shooter what he wanted. Give him Mr. Sager.
3: You set up the comm stage, worry about the power.
2: No volunteers stepped up for bullet catching. So guess who found himself inside of one of Sager's million dollar suits? I was supposed to walk in front of the office windows like a carnival duck so they could track him when he drew a bead on me.
7: See these levels? This is the ambient energy in the room. Uh-huh. Uh, the gun he's using targets with an infusion mercury laser. Uh, the second he draws a bead, we'll see it. And we can triangulate his location. You, you can track him on your multi scanner, see? Mm, yeah. So basically, you, you got from the second he locks on to the second he pulls the trigger, stuck behind something sturdy like, you know, like an Abrams tank. Somebody get
5: my phone?
3: Bruiser, phone.
7: Who is
5: it? It's Pat Aaron.
2: Give me that. In my daughter's basketball is not asking nicely. You know she's a cutter.
6: She hides it, but even through my scope, I can see the lines on her leg. Depression's hard on a kid. Separation. You can't see her. Beg to
2: differ. They're out of town.
6: Why don't you call your house?
7: Oh, holy shit! I got something. Look at the tracker, right there. He's aiming over the walls.
2: Give me that scope.
1: I talked to Bobby. You threatened him. Send guys to his house.
6: I told you
2: to stay out of town. The one
1: person that's shown your daughter any you time you've get get the Then you now. have someone shoot her
4: basketball. What message to Bobby not to take her to practice? Listen to me. You fucked up, Jason.
3: Don't call it. I am turning off the phone.
5: Riley's too. Damn it.
2: I could see his targeting beam on my scanner, stabbing through the dark over the walls like a mile-long needle pointing right at my family from the top of the bank tower. I got to the roof, saw the targeting beam coming out from under a tarp at the edge of the building. Before I could draw a bead, I heard someone step up behind me. Whipped around, and I was temple to temple with my shooter. Tricky guy. He was the one drawing me out. Well, Vera was right. You like the rubber look. You look taller in my scope. Why don't you take off those headphones so we can talk? What's with you on that song? Helps me relax. So what now? 20 paces? Make it interesting? I'm gonna be honest here without going into detail, but believe me when I say I've got nothing to lose. I know the feeling. If you're saying we're both getting played in this, then what else is new? What I'm saying is this town really gets under my nails. No argument. Nobody knows why we're in here, or who's really running things. The walls keep me from seeing my daughter, but they don't keep you from putting her in the crosshairs. And after all this, we're muzzle to muzzle. And I really got the feeling I'm gonna pull this trigger, man. I really feel me doing it. And I figure you're doing the same. So, all this way, and we're going to blow each other's brains out for nothing. What is that? That is not good. Everything went black. I mean, black. No light on the rooftop, the other buildings. No light from the moon. It was like. Something was coming that ate up all the light. What's coming?
6: It's classified. You can put your gun down now, we're both dead.
2: When it was over, the sniper was gone. Hmm.
5: gone. Would he fly off the roof? Lights went out, then he was gone. You're the one that doesn't believe in the sand. I don't. Here's your new ID. Level 5. You said level 9. I said bring him in. Find out who hired him. Now we'll never know. You're not level 9 Materia bruiser. Not yet. But you're getting better.
2: I'm getting worse. I'm getting to be no different than the garbage I used to throw in jail. Yeah, well, we all become what we
5: hate most, don't we? Circle of life. I don't like where I'm headed with this job, Mr. Sager. Bruiser, we do unpleasant things in the course of business. If we don't, this company falls behind with the outside world. We lose equilibrium. Then everyone in quarantine suffers. I love the people of this city, and I'm You can't
2: love people you keep under your thumb. under your thumb? Soon as it was out of my mouth, I was the biggest chump on two feet. I called up my wife and I told her it was okay if next door Bobby played daddy for a while.
3: Bobby's gonna be assistant coach in the team.
2: Don't let him make you pass all the time. You're a shooter.
3: I don't get it though. First he was nice, then he was blowing us off like he's scared of us. Now he's all in our lives. (sighs)
2: Bobby's an okay guy.
3: You're my dad.
2: Not going anywhere, am I? I was so happy about sharing my family, all I could think about was suicide by tequila. I didn't have the guts to scrape the ice off Vera. That train sailed anyway. So I parked myself at the end of the bar in a dive called the Pump House on Figueroa. God took pity and sent me company. Just a drink hustler, but a sweet kid. Stack of blonde ice cream. Hey, if I was pouring, she was drinking. So, man, I was pouring. Here. Medicinal purposes only.
5: Too strong.
0: I think I sprained my liver.
2: We slid down the rabbit hole for most of the night. This girl did not require beer goggles going in, and she was only getting better. We staggered out the door and in the general direction of my place. Pretty soon, life was good. (sighs) But of course comes the dawn. My head was on fire. The girl was there, out like a light, tangled in my sheets. And even with the morning sun on her, she was a 100% silk. I traced a finger down her shoulder. She was a little cold, so I pulled the sheet up. And then it comes home. She wasn't cold. She was dead.
1: Oh, fuck me. That bruiser can't stay out of trouble to save his soul. So, came back for another round. Well, let me ask you something. You ever wake up from a hot date and the girl in your bed ain't even warm? That's a tight spot, honey. Let's catch you up.
3: Wait, wait. Now think about what you're doing. You could shoot me.
4: Why don't you go home, see the wife and kid? Oh, that's right. They're outside the walls.
6: Are you ready to pay the piper? The piper being me?
3: They think they can do anything. They can.
2: If it weren't for the walls, you'd still be a meter maid.
7: If it weren't for those
4: beautiful walls, I'd still be with my husband. Sooner or later, you're going to see we're both on the same track, and we might as well team up.
1: You up to speed? Then let's go. This chapter is called Breakfast with a Dead Girl.
2: I don't know how many mornings you've rolled over in bed and found your date for the evening minus a heartbeat. Maybe it happens to you all the time. Me, it was a mid-sized shock. I mean, the room was on a turntable. I met this girl at the Pump House Bar, and I couldn't remember a thing past that. I gave her the once-over. She had bruises on her throat, finger marks. Someone with strong hands choked her out. I looked for other damage, nothing, just this flawless, beautiful, dead thing twisted in my sheets, had a little tattoo on her stomach, a daisy or something, three little bees on it. What the hell was that?
4: Hey you, sorry I'm running behind, but I got stuck in
5: traffic. (laughs) Oh my god if it gets any worse I'll have to hoof it and with my ankles you won't want to see the swelling believe My
2: cleaning lady was a spy for Sager Tech I was pretty sure of that Nosy I blocked her view to my bed as best I could me and my boxers
4: You have a nice weekend
2: Hey uh, why don't you go home consider the joint clean okay I'll pay you for the day
5: No you'll never make it to next week
2: this Meanwhile Miss Rigor Mortis is napping 10 feet behind me I had to figure my next move Whoever set me up would be sending over the cops, or the press, or worse, Sager Tech. And if I had to listen to this old broad another second, there was gonna be two bodies. You
4: think the carpet was made of wet towel?
2: Dolores, as you can see behind me, I have a lady visitor. Oh,
4: you should have said something. I'll
5: just come back next back week. Back next week. Okay.
2: I could hear the dime drop across the street. Now I had two ways to go. One was to call the office, and they come over with a big mop. The whole thing gets forgotten, except I reside in Mr. Sager's pocket for the rest of my life.
6: Uh, uh, shit.
2: My other choice was to lam it, find out whoever set me up. I only had a couple of minutes to put the dress back on the girl and move her to the couch bad enough my daughter would hear about this. She doesn't need to see on the news that daddy had a naked girl in his bed. I propped Miss Dead Girl up on my couch as best I could. Who was I fooling?
1: Welcome to Watchdog. Wolf. Watchdog video surveillance. Between the hours of 2.30am and 9.40am, you had zero Break-ins and zero motion detector activity.
2: Wolf. Not what I wanted to hear, considering my windows were locked from the inside. I didn't even have time to wipe the hard drive. I could almost hear SagerTech knocking. I left fast and didn't bother to lock the door. They have keys to everything anyway. Let's work backwards. Where'd I meet the girl? That dive on Figueroa.
6: Wait, what girl is this?
2: Blonde girl, yay high, real looker. She wouldn't tell me her name.
6: Wouldn't tell you her name, but went home with you. She got a sister? You
2: seen her or not?
6: First, I just came on an hour ago. And second off, look at this place. You think we get any decent blondes in here?
2: In the bar mirror, I see Sager's personal lawyer, this plastic grin, slide in the joint. Two wide suits with him. This lawyer was spending more time being muscle than practicing law.
5: A little late for work, Bruiser? So I'm guessing
2: my cleaning woman called you? Why, whatever could you mean? They got to send three of you? Don't you think I enjoy coming to work every day?
5: Maybe you need a mental health day. You are so right. Hands behind
2: your backs, turn around.
5: Bruiser, now you're gonna get us both in trouble with the office.
2: Hey, Spicoli. Yeah? What do you got in the back of this joint?
6: Uh, office, kitchen...
2: Walk-in fridge?
6: Yeah.
1: No.
2: Let's all go see the fridge.
5: Move it. Everybody in. Hey, Bruiser. Off the record. Saw the girl on your couch. Didn't think you had it in you. Get in! Be smart, Bruiser. Point of no return. That's in my rear view now, so you can save it. Bruiser!
2: I was really in it now. Job one was to call my kid. I knew as soon as this hit the news, my wife had put Riley in a bubble and I'd never get through. But me and Riley had a hotline nobody knew about. There was an old payphone outside the school gym where the hood smoked. Riley hung out there during lunch. That was in one hour. I had that long to dig up some good news. So I headed over to Vera's joint, see if she knew anything about anything.
4: What's under your hat, bruiser? I'm looking
2: for a girl. Yay hi, 24, 25, pretty, blonde.
4: Well, who isn't? Has a tattoo
2: right here. A daisy with three B's. Just a drink hustler. Sweet, but a little
4: tricky. Sounds about like my clientele. You know who she is? Wait a minute. Is this the same little chickie who was found dead in your apartment? You okay? Can I get you a lozenge?
2: Vera, if you set me Like up, you
4: need I'll help getting in trouble. It's all over the place. Frank! Play the news again. Bruiser hasn't seen it yet.
1: I've watched it three times. A young woman was
5: found dead in the home of Sager Tech employee Jason Bruzman this morning. The victim's name is undetermined, but she was known in underground rave and party circles as Tuesday Last. Quarantine police are searching for Bruzman, who remains at large. Didn't think you had it in, you
4: Bruiser.
2: Why don't you go cut up some lemons or something, Frank? Tuesday Last? What the hell kind of name is that?
4: So I guess somebody put her in your apartment?
2: No. I don't know anything yet.
4: What's your ulcer say? It
2: says grow a beard.
4: I might help you out, unfortunately.
2: Fair. after how many years? I thought we had something in the bank.
4: Yeah, you know what? The bank's closed after last time.
2: Thanks for nothing, Vera. I'm a dot.
4: Bruiser, don't think of it as a daisy. Just think of it as a flower.
2: Wait, you know this guy. That's
4: all you get.
1: Got cops coming upstairs.
4: You know your way out. Don't let the door hit you in the ass.
2: So I proceeded to stomp the stomping grounds. Called in every marker, every favor, trying to find out who knew Tuesday last. But word was out now, and everyone was walking away from me. Not a warm feeling. Plus, that hole in my head where last night used to be. After a while, that little voice telling me no way I could have done this. Well, it began to stutter. Plus, Sager Tech had a suit on every corner looking for me. The cops I could dodge, but I had to get a long leash from Sager or I was dead. I knew he had a lunch scheduled with the mayor, so I took all the back alleys, went through the kitchen, and spotted that wall of black hair from across the room.
5: Bruiser, been trying to reach you. Yeah, I noticed. I can't throw a rock out there. You need to come in. We're 100% sure you didn't do this. Well, it beats my spread. Same time, this will be a black mark on the company, which will take some elbow grease. I will Let find... Let me finish. What if this also presents an opportunity? If we make it all go away. It won't go away. I mean if we make you go away. New identity, new face, new position, fast tracking to level nine. I could use if someone Level like- nines are so powerful. Why don't they use that power to escape? They can get out, sure. They're as good as dead as everyone else. Oh, the binary. Look, it's too late for me to clean up your mess through normal channels. But if you want to disappear, get a new life as a level nine, I can do that. You talk about a black
2: mark. My daughter's probably heard on the news by now. You're never going to find these guys. You just back your suits off, let me do the voodoo that I do, and I will. The smartest
5: thing to do is come
2: in. Well, I'm not the smartest guy. Just give me a long leash for 24 hours. At this point, I got four Sager Tech suits plowing through the lunch crowd. And Sager whispers to one of them, and they back off. I'm a dot.
5: Bruiser, remember who your friends are. Uh <laughs>
2: What, did you run all the way from class? Yeah. Look, I can't talk long. You know I would never do anything like- Dad, I know. It's just you're gonna see a bunch of stuff on the news. Like I believe
3: anything on the news. Dad, you couldn't do this. That's right.
2: I'm gonna find out what happened. I'm gonna set everything straight. Dad,
3: just listen to me. I know who you are.
2: Don't talk in absolutes, kitten.
3: I I know who you are.
2: I'll take it, kid. See, my daughter knew me on a gut level. Everybody else had me down as this or that. Sellout, leg breaker, valued employee. I needed somebody that knew me in their gut. And I had the guy. Worked the morgue. Graveyard.
5: Holy shit, get in here before somebody sees you.
2: Graveyard Mike was always talking about Megan Detective, but it was too late. He was already chained to the slab. He wasn't getting out of the morgue, so he always grabbed my cases to hear me tell war stories. I liked the guy. He was a little clammy, but I liked him.
5: Jesus, Bruiser. Tell me what happened.
2: Uh, I'm asking you. Is she in a drawer?
5: Yeah, yeah, here.
2: No, sorry. Look like her. No, no, she's in here. Yeah, yeah, that's her. I'd seriously hit that if she had a pulse. <laughs> Look, I got my neck in a frame here. I mean, anything you got to help, I'm all ears. Well, none of it's good. Dead girl in your bed, crushed windpipe, causing lack of blood, oxygen, the What about her tattoo? Well, three little bees on a flower, I'm thinking she didn't get that jumping into the crypts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how the hell did you quit the force, man? I figure Chief
5: Plagman's just waiting to pick you up.
2: She's gonna do what she's gonna do. Listen, I'm pretty much a blank tape from the time I left the bar last night to when I woke up this morning. You're the king of DNA. God. Of DNA. Pull me up a molecule or something that tells me where I was. Ran a full scan.
0: Nothing. Forget the body here. You didn't get this from me. They got you up on a street cam and sent it out to the whole department. Look. 12.38 last night.
2: There I was on the video. Three sheets. Me and Tuesday last. Trying to make it down the street. One point she stops and tries to pull me into this old brick building. But I kept steering her toward my place. She wanted to show you that building. What corner is that? Looks like third. Third and Flower. Flower? Oh, come on. This ain't the Hardy Boys. Says you. Thanks, Mike. Everybody's been walking away from me. They'll be watching that corner, Bruiser. It's all I got. Alleys again, all the way to 3rd and Flower, dodging cops and cameras all the way. Old brick building. Lobby had an index that hadn't been changed in 40 years, except one name, Servicing Unlimited, 3B. 3B on Flower, hardy fucking hard, it's a cat house. And I'll bet all the girls had the same tattoo. I want to talk to somebody about Tuesday Last. And that is? She used to work here.
7: This is a wealth management. This is a
2: front. A front. A front.
7: I don't even know what a front is. Then
2: I'll explain it to you. Your magazines have a barbershop on the label. Your fax machine is unplugged. And your water dispenser is growing enough algae to feed a manatee. Now I want to talk to someone about Tuesday Last. And if it's you, I'll come right over this desk.
6: Mm, shit. Yeah. Oh shit. All right,
2: I'll send somebody out. I slid off my coat and got ready for whatever meat truck was going to come out and run me over.
3: Right this way, please. Right in there. Enjoy yourself.
5: Right there.
2: I'm only paying for a massage. Terminal smartass. Why am I not surprised to see your thumb in this pie, Vera? Huh? Why'd you let me think I killed that girl?
4: Because you did kill her, bruiser. Our best girl. Now you can join her.
1: Now what you've been hearing is just the iTunes preview of Hothouse Bruiser. You can hear the entire series, commercial-free, with the Hothouse Bruiser app. Get it on iTunes or the Android platform.
2: So now I got stereo shotguns, and behind that, Vera's looking at me like a nun with a ruler. I wasn't going anywhere, so I just lit a cigarette like I owned the joint. Maybe I did kill Tuesday last. Thought her name was too kitschy.
4: Put those cuffs on him.
2: I don't get the fur line.
4: I say
7: we roll him up in a fucking
4: car. He's my package. I'm a full investor in this joint. You're not. You don't like it? Bring it up with the next shareholder. I'm just
7: saying it's safer if we do him in here instead of I got my guys
4: downstairs, and I want them to see me march him out of here. Come on, Ruzer. You and me. Stop. Here, hold still. You're like a kid. Hold still! I'm letting you go. What's the angle? I don't get a thanks, I get what's the angle. You said I killed that girl. I'm pretty sure you did kill her, bruiser. Either way, I had to get you out of that room. I had to say something. Here, take some cash. Don't eat it. Take it. Take my gun, too.
2: (laughs) Chick's gun?
4: Point your finger, then the fuck I care.
5: If I killed Tuesday last, then why
4: would I come to her place of employment? Who knows with you? More left turns than NASCAR. Back at ya. All I know is what you said about we got stuff in the bank. I didn't especially want to watch you get gunned down back there, so I got you out. You would've done the same for me.
2: What are you doing?
4: I need to look roughed up. You gotta give me a fat lip minimum. (laughs)
2: Slug you? They'll
4: know this was a play.
2: I'm not gonna hit you, Vera.
4: What, you think I can't take a punch? Been punched more than you, tough guy.
2: I'm not gonna do that, Vera.
4: I just saved your bacon not for nothing. If I come out of the stairway looking anything other than not so fresh, then I'll be talking to the shotgun twins. If that rump's wrong... Ah! It's easier when you don't know what's coming. Pretty good punch for a guy who doesn't kill party dolls.
7: What's going on, Vera?
4: Where's your go?
2: Vera'd keep oh, plenty busy explaining her fat lip, so I wouldn't get any more help from her, and I wouldn't be sticking my beak back in that cat house anytime soon. I only had one friend left. The Chlorine Buddha, in his backyard pool as usual, sitting on his surfboard, Mr. Knows All Sees All.
6: How long have I been telling you to keep it in your pants, Bruiser? Even
2: if I drank a pitcher of Mickey's and I was sawing
6: logs while they choked her out, uh, even with all
2: that, how the hell do they not show up on my security (sighs) system?
6: You want me to say there's no way you could have done this horrible thing? But I'm not going to say that. Come
2: on, man. You know me.
6: I do? No, 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 no. Here's what I know. Every man is actually three people. There's the man the world knows, there's the man his wife knows, and there's the man nobody knows.
2: Oh, I feel much better. Look, how about we cut the zen and we look at this thing? Who was this girl? Why her? Why me?
6: (laughs) All that. I don't know. Of course. But I do know a couple of clowns who frequent that particular cat house on Flower Street. They tell me all those baby dolls get put up at the Jolly Lodger Hotel. Little Tokyo. Little Tokyo, and it's practically a hooker dorm in there, they said. I, I'm talking bunk beds. Oh! And that's, a uh, company coming. The Jolly Lodger. Hey, don't come back here with
5: that target on your back, cruiser!
2: Nobody runs inside the hothouse for long, that's just the law of physics. I had to make checkmate in three moves or less. I beelined for the Jolly Lodger Hotel and flashed my Sager Tech ID at the kid behind the desk. That and one of Vera's hundies got me Tuesday's room number. The place wasn't bad for a dump. Blankets over the windows to keep the sun out. Tuesday lived on room service, apparently. On the bed was a mountain of clothes. Winter clothes, ski jacket, the works, half-packed suitcase with a solid mill and cash, a shoebox with a dozen sticks of dynamite, and a chrome pimp revolver. Before I could put all that together, Tuesday. My head was ringing like St. Mary's when I finally saw six cops standing over me. Chief Plageman, too, grinning down at me over her bra. I had blood in my hair. Uh, Tuesday must have grazed me. I guess I was smart enough to black out and she took off.
5: He's breathing.
7: Hey, where's the tough guy? You're all talk, bruiser. Hmm. Well,
5: nothing feels broken. What time is it?
7: Why, you got a plane to catch? Take him in. You are in the loving arms of the Quarantine PD.
2: Next stop was the precinct, which, of course, wasn't a precinct at all. SagerTech kicked the cops out of their own HQ two years after the walls. Now all they had was a five-story parking structure with nothing but a chain-link fence between the cops and the robbers.
7: How stupid can you be, bruiser? You kill this girl, then you go to her place and what? Run through her panty drawer? Sorry, we don't have a private cell for you, bruiser. Oh, that's right. I guess you put a lot of those guys away, didn't you? I'm sure you'll have lots to talk about.
2: I won't be able to answer your questions if you put me in there and they throw me a boot party. And
7: I'd give a rat's ass if you hadn't flipped to the dark side. I told you this shit was coming to a head, offered you your own squad. No, you had to have a suit and a number around your neck, so here you are.
2: Tuesday Last is still alive. She's the one that shot me at her apartment.
7: Well, sure, corpses do that sometimes. You know, gas builds up in the body and they burp and they sit up and shoot you. She's still alive. I saw her in the morgue. Kind of street-level bruiser. If you're going to step out, you should shoot a little higher up the food chain. That's not her in the morgue. This is a frame. We just find Tuesday Last dead in your apartment. Then we find you half-dead in her apartment. Frames worth more than the picture.
2: I saw her plain bruiser, as you see, day.
7: If you'd have come back to the force, I'd be all ears. I'd circle the wagons. But now, I'm gonna have to put you in there with all the other animals. Cause it's feeding time.
5: Hey, Bruce. Kick your ass, bitch. Hold it right there. Take it easy. We're the attorneys for Mr. Bruceman.
2: And here comes the plastic grin. This time, five suits backing him up. For once, I was glad to see him.
5: I had everything under control. You can see Judge Rivera's signature there, remanding Mr. Bruceman this to us. This is an
7: investigation.
1: Well,
5: we're handling this in-house. What
7: in-house? You're a corporation. This is a matter of the law. The
5: law, <laughs> gentlemen? <laughs> this is the hothouse. The law is negotiable. Come on, Bruce. Fuck! We'll just do a quick debrief before we see Sager. The executive sweet. We don't like to call oh, it, it that. We don't like to call it that. The dungeon that. on the 40th floor. Just a <sighs> secure it's, area. It's for your own safety during debriefs. You
2: guys swipe all the evidence of this debacle? Let me see that box. They had the shoebox from Tuesday's apartment. What I thought was dynamite was just a bunch of road flares. So here's a girl with a suitcase full of money, winter clothes, and road flares. Tuesday was getting out of the hothouse. The flares meant a helicopter pickup, and the only heliport in the quarantine was top of the old hospital. I had to get out of that limo. I took six road flares and showed him the bottom of my shoe.
1: <laughs> He's
2: getting out. I only had time for one move. And I had to pray Tuesday hadn't already made her ride. Tuesday! And there was Tuesday last, dress about to rip off in the wind. The chopper takes one look at me. (sighs) Who was in my bed? I took you home, but who was that in my bed? Come away from the edge, Tuesday. Don't suddenly get stupid on me.
6: I'm sorry what they did. I didn't know they were going to put one of me in your bed.
2: What do you mean, one of you?
6: I'm sorry. I gotta get out.
7: Somebody get a sponge. You're the kiss of death, Bruiser.
2: That was Tuesday last. You got the wrong girl on your slab.
7: With the perfect DNA match.
2: You keep saying you need me back on the squad. Take me back to the morgue and I'll show you why. You got Take it. Take me to the morgue, and I'll put it all on a plate for you. Just like old times. Graveyard Mike was surprised to see me, and half a quarantine PD come knocking at the morgue. They made him open all the drawers. Twelve drawers. Twelve life support units and 12 perfect biocopies of Tuesday Last. Their brains were all wiped. Just living blow-up dolls for that cat house on Flower Street.
7: How do you just suddenly pull all this out of a hat, Bruce?
2: Tuesday gave it away before she jumped. Said I didn't know they were going to put one of me in her bed. So I'm thinking clones. And who's God of DNA? My friend, Graveyard Mike. And Mike... You said they found Tuesday in my bed, but they didn't, because I left her on the couch. So how'd you know she was in my bed?
5: Figured you'd close the deal.
7: <laughs> okay, so they slip you a Mickey, and while you're in Dreamland, they swap your date for a biocopy. They kill her before that, or in your house. Either way, how did they get in and out of your bedroom without tripping your security? I got
2: a better question. What's the max sentence for killing a clone?
7: You know there's no law yet. Then
2: why don't you grab a bear claw? I'm walking home.
5: Bruiser, I'm sorry, man.
2: I'm a dot. In the end, I had no idea who set me up or how the hell they got in and out of my place with the windows locked. As long as I was off the hook, I wasn't going to go looking. Just never saw it coming about Graveyard Mike. Couldn't believe he set me up. I really thought I knew that guy.
3: Come on, Dad, shoot!
2: Shooting hoops with the kid was tricky. You know, by phone. Requires the honor system. We both cheated equally. Did you shoot? What letter are you on?
3: I'm still on H. You're like on your third E.
2: Booyah! Nothing but net. How's your mom?
3: She's okay. She wonders why she never sees you wearing your wedding ring on the tele-screen.
2: Kitten, I have to call you right back. There was a phone ringing somewhere. I followed the sound to my car under the windshield wiper was a little red phone earpiece type top of the line some people leave you a note i get a three thousand dollar custom earpiece phone whoever this was really wanted to talk your
4: nickel Bruiser. vera What's under your hat are you okay oh you know been better some prick of a scheme hasn't got me hooked up to a machine But if he thinks I'm going to water the lawn over, he's got another
1: thing. Ah! I'm sorry, Bruiser. Vera has something in her mouth. What's the angle? You are
6: going to steal something for me, Bruiser. Something from the main vault inside Sager Tech's containment building. What makes
2: you think that's going to happen? The settings on this machine go from one to a hundred.
6: This is what a setting of three sounds like. The heist itself is doable, but you'll have to do everything I say the second I say it. You want to play ball, or shall I pump up the volume on Vera? This is a fool. Ah!
2: Just tell me what you want me to do.
1: <laughs> oh, I will. Now ain't that just about par. No sooner you'll clear your name from murder, then you're forced into a super heist. bruiser got his work cut out next time. In Chapter Three, heist into hell.
2: Why don't you just tell me
6: what we're stealing? What you're stealing is the Black Rose.
4: You can step on me a little. I'll allow it.
5: Help me lift. You can't lift a containment door like a second. Ugh. You
2: you go on a major heist without a roll of duct tape.
6: Actually, no. I paid a lot of money for that little red phone. You got stuff in your ear. This is fully encrypted.
5: Yeah, it's fully something. Mr. Sager would like to discuss this with you. I hope over drinks. I'm all nerves.
1: Now, what you've been hearing is just the iTunes preview of Hot House Bruiser. You can hear the entire series commercial-free with the Hothouse Bruiser app. Get it on iTunes or the Android platform.
0: All right. First two episodes of Hothouse Bruiser to get you in the mood for darkness. Uh, really great pulp fiction story. Uh, hope you've enjoyed it. I have enjoyed it. Uh, really appreciate Joel letting us share the show here in Radio Drum Revival. Hope you are into it and uh, go out and spread the world. I don't think uh, huge! You know, this has really broken through to the audio drama community yet And this just feels like one of those shows that everybody should know about um, It's just been really well produced And uh, was also an award winning uh, script uh, It was originally a uh, screenplay And then uh, Joel kind of adapted it as an audio drama podcast um, So it's a great example of how a media uh, piece A piece that was in another medium Could be adapted into audio and sound great So that's, um, that's what we got here Uh, and uh, you heard it first on Radio Drum Revival Hot House Bruiser two more episodes of it coming next week as well as a special interview with Joel Metzger talking about the project All right, and if in the meantime you need to get your fix um, Radio Drum Revival has got over 250 hours of original audio drama programming Uh, you can find news and reviews uh, follow us on Twitter at Radio Drama find our Facebook page radio drama revival um, as well as on uh, stitcher and itunes search for radio drama if you're so kind leave a review uh, tell your friends um, you know we keep going by fan support so sending in your notes sending in your reviews uh, telling people about this podcast telling people that audio drama is out there and alive and well in the digital age is um, all that we ask of you uh, we do this as a labor of love, as I say, every single week here on the show. Um, all right, uh, that's a wrap. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly for our Greenhalgh copyright of individual shows. Remains that are original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM. That is Southern Maine's community radio. It's podcast at radiodramarevival.com is labor of love. Told you that, right? Okay, um, as always, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week.